0: What's up, y'all? This is Mike Brown, and I just wanted to say thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. I want to give a huge shout out to Morgan Amirkani. sorry if I'm saying your last name wrong, for being my first monthly subscriber on Anchor. Um, if you guys would like to support, you can go to anchor.fm and become a monthly supporter. Also, if you want to just support the show, you can share it with people, like it, subscribe to it. And just let other people know what you think I appreciate y'all so much It's The Art of Letting Go Yo, what up, this is Mike Brown And this is The Art of Letting Go Today I have a special guest in the building Well, outside, because we outside Um, Shoot, I, I first got introduced to your podcast On Instagram and when I met you, learned that we had more in common, both being from Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, you mind introducing yourself to the people?
1: Of course. I'll take it from here. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's up? Um, my name is Jose. Uh, like you mentioned, I'm a podcaster as well. I co-host the Homo Homie podcast. Uh, it's a podcast that's LGBTQ catered. But um, it's all through the Latino experience. So we've been doing that for like two years, I would say. We're on season three, planning season three right now. And uh, yeah, I just moved to L.A. uh, recently from Miami about two years ago. I don't count the COVID year. (laughs) 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 Uh, But yeah, I'm a big fan of your podcast as well. Ever since I came across it online and we met, uh, I've been tuning in. And so I'm super excited to be here and thanks for having me. That's what's up. I
0: appreciate you being here. Um, Before we go too far, I just want to say thank you all for tuning in. Um, Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to this podcast. Uh, Leave a comment. Let other people know what you think. And I appreciate y'all being here. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I
1: mean, we're out here with, like, dogs and birds and ducks and...
0: I, God knows what's out here. <laughs> right, right. I, and you know what? I used to record at this park when I lived in the valley. Um, really? Yeah. Like this used to be my spot to just come clear my thoughts and just say what whatever came to mind.
1: <laughs> That's cool. This is like my local like neighborhood park that I come to to like relax and like just walk and like listen to podcasts. Yeah. I probably listened to some of your episodes here walking around. That's, what's up. That's cool. That's dope. Yeah.
0: I brought you on the show today because uh, we had we've had conversations. I feel like multiple conversations about mm-hmm. imposter syndrome. Oh and, yes, um, it's definitely one of those things that I'm working through, and also that I'm trying not to claim for all myself. Does that make sense?
1: Like not claim anymore.
0: Not claim anymore. Correct. Okay. Um,
1: because we all got a little bit of the syndrome.
0: We do. But I think if we, if if we accept it, and, and like just be like, yeah, I got this. I don't know how easy it'll be moved, to move past it. You know what I mean?
1: To like undiagnose ourselves from that syndrome.
0: Yeah. Okay, Doctor yeah. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 not not even that. Like you know when because when I think about it, I associate it with just negativity towards myself. You know what I'm saying? And okay. I see it showing up. I see it show up in different parts of my life. And uh, not just in like me pursuing my passion or work, but relationships. Um, where do you see it show up most for you? And, and, and can you tell us what imposter syndrome is first before we before we go too far into it?
1: Yeah, I see it mostly in careers. And usually imposter syndrome is um, associated with having self-doubt yeah uh which could be low self-esteem low confidence not believing in yourself um and it's also like your surroundings how they affect you and how whether or not you have a support system and so imposter syndrome comes just like that helicopter (laughs) it will come out of nowhere you know um I haven't seen it show up in, like, relationships or, like, family stuff for me personally. Yeah. Uh, So I'm curious of of what that means for you. But uh, it's mostly, like, even, like, as a student, you know, a lot of students go through that as well. Um, But, yeah, I would say that that's what imposter syndrome is. Um, It's also... I think it's also not acknowledging your wins. Like, you need to acknowledge your wins. You need to acknowledge um how far you've come, you have to remind yourself like, oh wait, you know, like that popular meme, like stop and remind yourself, like, oh, I prayed for this, yeah. or like I wanted this, or like I planned for this, or like you you have your current mood board. Look at your old mood boards too. Right. You like pull those up, like I'm sure you take a picture of them. And then you'll see like, oh shit, like I have accomplished some of these things and like it's okay for me to pat myself in the back. And so I think that's how you you can like ease imposter syndrome out of you. But yeah, it's it's um, it's it's
0: it's just like COVID, like
1: it's everywhere, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, and and I agree with you because uh, I think that's what really has been helping me. Like, like I said, maybe it's been there, but it's not something I'm gonna hold on to forever. Because it's like I do take that time now to acknowledge, like what I'm doing, you know, how I'm doing it, and and like you said, just checking checking off those goals and going back and look at things. Um, have you ever had imposter syndrome with podcasting?
1: No. Have I? <laughs> um, I don't think so. Um, I think that sometimes as a team, cause like the podcast has a team, you know, it's not just me. I, I'm a co-host. We have the host. We have uh, someone who helps us with producing we have uh someone that helped us with like our studio setup. We used to have someone that helped us with sound engineering. And as a collective, we I would say that we had imposter syndrome, you know. We were all scared like are we are we doing this right? Like is that enough listeners? Like usually it was negative. It's like, "Nope, that's not enough." Yeah. And it's like, "Wait, hold up. Like that's 5,000. Like that's something, you know. Or like that's 10,000, that's something. That's 15,000, that's something." Um, But we always seem to compare ourselves to, like, something that we're, like, a fan of or something that we follow. And you have to realize that a lot of times that took years or, like, you don't know, like, what investment that they put into it or, like, how many hours that went into that. Things don't happen overnight, you know. Not everything is, like, a viral success. Um, So we have to, like, stop and just, just realize that, you know. Yeah.
0: And that, that makes me think about what you said about having a support system. Because, uh, you know, for the most part, I, I do all of this alone. Mm-hmm. But there used to be times when I would record episodes and feel like this episode wasn't good enough or this one was, like, not that great. And somebody would reach out to me and tell me, like, wow, this episode really touched me. So, yeah, I, I think... It, like, validates you. Of course. Of course. But is it why is it like that we're always
1: seeking for validation? Um... I don't know I think it's because We don't we don't live in this world alone And like You can't function alone Like you may shut yourself off Every once in a while And things like that But like You can't function And live Go through life alone And I'm not saying like You know A partner Or, or a relationship I'm just meaning in general Like in society So That's why we always seek Validation from our peers We We, we want to be accepted Into groups Into communities Into neighbors Into work spots Uh with roommates, with family reunions, you're always looking to get accepted. So that's why I feel like we're always looking for validation. Um, my thing is like, I think that that's fine because it's normal. It's like a normal thing to do. It's just like don't let that get to you to the point where you are putting yourself down all the time.
0: Right. I agree. And um, you know the 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 seeking of the validation because as I think about that, it's like sometimes not necessarily seeking validation but just kind of like that confirmation of like I'm I'm doing the right thing mm-hmm. you know cuz sometimes seeking validation can can turn into something negative as well too
1: yeah i wonder if it starts with like it just reminded me of like kids cuz i know that you you also teach um it just reminds me of kids getting like those like certificates or those stickers or you know like here you go, like, you know, you got first in class or second in class, or like, even the ones that don't rank, they're like, oh well, here's a participation reward or something like that. You wonder, if, I wonder if that starts there, you know? I,
0: th- I think it does start that early, you know, especially like, you know, when you're in school and you you show someone that is like a model, a model student. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like be like be like him because he's doing the right things, and now you're kind of validating who this person is as a person, and now people are chasing that status to be that. So, yeah, I think it does start in school. And uh, I think, for me, one teaching technique that I try to use is, like, getting kids to think for themselves, you know, rather, like, if you ask me if this is good, I'm not going to tell you if it's good or not. I know what I think, but what is what is it to you, you know?
1: right. Yeah. And it also uh, translates into other things around around our everyday lives, like even like uh, sports, for example, like we all watch like the Olympics and the World Cup and like um, all these sporting events. Um, we're, We're also obsessed with award shows, you know, like getting Grammys and Academy Awards and that's all part of the, what we're talking about right now yeah. um, because those people do set an example like you said like a model and so younger people people that are getting into the business whether it's music acting sports you know athletes they need some kind of template like a role model but i feel like like you said like people get confused between like are you looking at that person as a role model like a, like a blueprint, or are you, like, trying to be like them because you feel like that's the only way to be?
0: Yeah. Um, I have a question for you, and it just kind of popped in my head, but how do you validate yourself?
1: Mm, that's tough. <laughs> um, I think that I have trouble... Validating myself because I'm always seeking, like, for mom's blessing. Um, and even, like, even when I don't have the best relationship with, like, my family, for some reason, like, I still have, like, that inner child in me that's, like, that's trying to make my mom proud. Yeah. You know, and that could be translated into, like, my family proud, my, my older brother, uh, making my my younger sister proud, just making family proud. Uh, because I know, as a as a as a child of, of of immigrants, like I know how much hard work went into them to be in this country and, and fight and work for what they have. So that somehow that's just like ingrained in me, and it's probably going to be there for the rest of my life. And I'm always trying to make them proud back home. That's what's up. So that's 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 like one big box that I'm trying to always check off. Yeah. You know, this another one would be. Unfortunately, it would be like financial stability, you know, just making sure that I can comfortably afford my my living expenses, my utilities, whatever the case may be, and just be comfortable and stable. Um, and if I'm not stable and I'm not financially comfortable, I feel like I'm failing. Yeah. And so that's where we start fighting for salaries and fighting for, like, getting paid what we're worth. What we're worth. Um and and greed gets to us you know and that has happened to me um but now i think uh, i'm in a place in my life where where i'm comfortable uh in that sense and uh, i'm no longer seeking validation um financially speaking um i know that there's more to life than that there's more to life than just getting these accolades and these awards and and things like that so um yeah i'm looking towards that you know
0: that's what's up. That's really dope. Um, I was kind of thinking about how do I validate myself and um a lot of times for me it kind of feels like it comes from action. Mm-hmm. Just because the the lead up to actually doing something, it it takes up a lot of energy. So it's like once it's actually done, it's like, okay, I did it. And that's it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's almost like scratching something off your to-do list.
0: Yeah. 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 Shit. And I guess that I guess that's why you do have to, like, have those goals and set those goals. And truly, you know, because I'll be honest, when I was younger, like, you know, in my 20s and stuff, I feel like I set goals that were for myself. But then I also set goals that were, like, I guess more for stuff outside of me, like more, I guess, I guess like. Society standards of things does that make sense
1: give me an example
0: so like maybe like a financial goal of like where i'm supposed to be or something like that and that may not truly be what i'm even really looking for you know what i'm saying like i may be like really trying to just do some life shit and kind of looking at that financial goal like sometimes that would discourage me like damn i didn't hit that but then i have to look at this other side and say okay i I did do this right right you know
1: yeah So are you dealing with imposter syndrome now?
0: I don't feel like it, no. Um, and and to be honest, going back to that support thing, somebody had reflected that mirror back to me, you know. Um, because I was, I, I like I said, I did find myself in a lot of situations where I didn't feel like I was doing enough or, I, or if I was good enough. And it was actually a friend who also listened to the show. Um, just told me, is was like, I heard you talking about, you know, imposter syndrome and what you project into the world is not that. Right. And I had to really like listen to that and take that because, you know, I, I feel like in my life I've taken so much negativity and accepted that as just my value that now I have to take these positive things when they come to me and and really accept those as well so somebody telling me like yeah you don't you don't project that and me taking taking that time to reflect and saying nah i'm I'm not feeling negative about myself I'm I know that I'm enough like you know and also me feeling that way i recognize shows up in people around me you know what I mean so it's right. like if you grow,ing the people around you gonna grow. If the people around you are growing, you gonna grow. So me not having that mindset, the people around me are not having it. And I had a friend that called me, you know, a couple of weeks ago. and was just telling me how, like, he knew he was enough, you know. And hearing him say that for me also made it clear for me, like, yeah, I'm, I know I'm enough. Yeah. You know, that's that's why it made me comfortable when we were talking about asking for a price. I'm comfortable saying what my price is because. I, I know my worth. Yeah.
1: And th- I think that that comes also with experience and like the the ups and downs that you've been through. Because uh, I feel like I've been letting go of imposter syndrome as I get older. And so now that I'm into my 30s, uh, my early 30s, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just feel like like I don't have time for imposter syndrome. I can't yeah. have time for it, you know? And I need to... It's almost like happiness you know they say like people are always seeking happiness and then some people are like you just have to like force happiness you just have to think happy thoughts that's and that real. and that's so hard yeah. for me you know um that's so cool. when it comes to imposter syndrome i it imposter syndrome hits me in the face when an amazing opportunity arises yeah, right they're like jose you're invited to this and i'm like me like no way and i'm like nervous and i'm like wait like why am i getting like this yeah. like i was invited for a reason i'm here for a reason like you know this is my destiny like i work for this like all my education all my accolades all my awards or whatever success may be you know it led me to in on this path and i'm here for a reason and so when once i remind myself that um when i'm in a room full of like creatives or like really smart people i'm like if i wasn't smart myself or creative myself i wouldn't be in this room mm-hmm. or in this meeting yeah. you know so um lately like i have these new clients that i've been working with and uh, everyone's pretty smart and i'm like uh should i am i supposed to be here or not um Start at the beginning of this year, I started working with Netflix, uh, mm-hmm. Amazon, mm-hmm. Stu- Amazon. Thank you, Amazon Studios, and Disney Plus, and so they got me working on like pop culture marketing stuff, and and it, that's my passion. That's what I do, and I know that everything that I've, all, all this effort and all this time that I've put into my skills have paid off, and so that helps me fight off imposter syndrome.
0: That's what's up, and as I've been listening to you too, I think acknowledgement is something that's important as well like cuz you know kind of how you were saying like with the being happy and thinking happy thoughts is like every time I'm not happy but if I'm sad and I can say I'm feeling sad right now like that that's a starting place for me to get through the sadness so it's like even feeling those thoughts like when they come up yeah they're going to come up but then when I think about like why am I thinking this why am I feeling this and I don't really have a true valid reason like, I got to let that shit go yep um something that always worked for me like because anytime that i've had to perform music on a stage i've always been like scared and maybe like the last couple of times that i've done it it was like okay i'm scared right now and me saying it out loud like i'm scared it was like okay what the fuck am i scared for and not having a reason and right go for
1: it right and it's like even if you are scared, like why be scared of something that you love so much? Exactly. Like you were hired to perform here, or you were invited to perform here, or whoever booked you likes what you're doing. So there's a there's a connection there. So don't don't think that like you're just like at the wrong place.
0: Right. That's real. <laughs> um, I forgot. Like I f-
1: I'm trying to remember this post that I sent you. Um okay so the post came from the chief marketing officer of netflix and uh she was talking about imposter syndrome yeah and she said like when she's in a board room in a, bo- in a board meeting with all these like big wigs ceos and things like that the question was like do you suffer from imposter syndrome and she's like it was almost like an exorcist like exorcism like no like like I will not allow imposter syndrome to be in the same room with me because I'm in this room for a reason. And you have to remember those reasons. And like, it will just like go away.
0: So what, what does letting go of imposter syndrome look like for you?
1: Letting go of it looks like, I mean, it feels like liberation. It feels good. It feels right. It feels authentic. Um, I would say letting go of imposter syndrome um, is living, being your true self, you know, living your authentic life and also uh, being proud. I think that's that's what it boils down to. Like you have to be proud of yourself. Um, Because like going back to validation, we're always seeking we're always wanting other people to be proud of us. You got to be proud of yourself first.
0: That's what's up. Are you proud of the things that you're doing right now?
1: Hell yeah. That's what's (laughs) up. Yeah. That's dope. I'm really proud. Actually, I'm too proud because sometimes, (laughs) because, like, one thing about me that I've noticed, and I think this is a little bit of imposter syndrome, maybe, like, a symptom, it's, like, uh, I get shy, and I don't like to tell people what I do for a living. Yeah. Because I'm afraid that it's going to come off, like, here we go, or, like, Or that person may not be in a, in a, in a good spot right now in their career or whatever they're doing. And like, I don't, you know, a lot of people compare, yeah you know, and that's an easy way to like put yourself down is by comparing. So I, I don't know. I always do that a lot. I, I get shy. I try not to talk about it, but of course I'm always invited to like different podcasts and different, you know, panels to talk about what I do. And, um, When I hear people ask me questions and I can help my community, whether it's LGBT, whether it's Latino, whether it's people that are studying what I studied uh, and they're so appreciative, like that makes me so happy and that makes me so proud.
0: That's what's up. That's really dope. Um, I want to transition to something else dope that you are doing, and that is your podcast. Okay. Um, How did you guys get started?
1: Not like this in a the park. <laughs> there is so many moving things around me. Um, this is definitely requires a skill. Um, I, how do we get started? Um, actually, there's a couple of um, night nightclubs here in LA, gay nightclubs, uh, specifically for people of color, and the owner was looking to grow their brand, build their brand, um in the digital space. So, you know, like they create websites, they create YouTube channels and he wanted to create a podcast. And at the same time, my friend Eric, uh he wanted to create a podcast. And so it just, you know, good timing and they partnered up together and uh they decided that they needed a co host to launch and all that. So they reached out to me and um I said yes to the challenge. You know, I, I think I've always wanted to have a podcast. I feel like a lot of people you know, think about podcasts, and they're like, "Oh, that's so cool. I wanna have one um uh, and so when I saw the opportunity, I was like, "You know what? This is like a good way for me to ease into the podcasting world um and then it just took off, you know, uh luckily, we had that uh solid foundation of of those nightclubs, and their fans and their followers kind of like moved over onto the podcast and was were able to like hear like a verbal version of like that brand, yeah, uh so we just grew from there.
0: That's what's up. Um, what advice would you give to somebody that's trying to get into podcasting and just starting out? Uh,
1: to run the opposite direction? No, I'm kidding. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: no, I mean, I say that because it is a lot of work. And I see people start podcasts every day and then you don't hear from them because they realize how much work goes into it. Um, I don't want to discourage anyone from not doing it. If you want to do it, do it. Definitely go for it. Um, but I'm I'm come from a very strategic background, so like I would plan it out. Yeah. Like who are you talking to? Who would be your ideal listener? Um, what what niche audience are you going to tackle? Um, what language what tonality like what vibe what energy are you trying to give off and then like how are you going to find that audience how are you going to get to them so i would at least outline that out um you can do a vision board you can do whatever you have to do um but don't go into it blindly yeah that would be my advice
0: i agree with that um what's keeping you doing it
1: the money. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rolling in it. I'm kidding. <laughs> um well this may sound cliche, but it is a passion project. It is something that I find very fun to do. Uh I love doing it. I love connecting with people. Um below key, the real reason I do it is because this is, like, how I build my Rolodex. Yeah. You know, so from a business perspective, I'm, like, I'm interviewing, like, people that are doing things in the community. And, like, as soon as I invite them to be on the podcast or I interview them on the podcast, they're, they're on my team now. Yeah. You right. know? So and right. so I know what that feeling feels like because yeah. when people interview me, like, I always keep them in my radar. I always keep them in mind for opportunities. So vice versa, you know, that, that love goes back. And so I'm definitely, uh, using this to continue building my platform, continue building my community, continue networking, you know, and at the same time, I think the payoff is those small businesses, those entrepreneurs, those people who have a message to get out and us providing that platform for them. Uh, that's like such a rewarding feeling, you know, so that, that also drives me a lot. And, um, and people are super um, into it and so I don't want to take that away from them. <laughs> it's kind of like I when your It's kind of like when your favorite show gets canceled and you're like, "Dang."
0: <laughs> I definitely feel that. <laughs> um man. So I was going I got a couple more questions for you. Um what is one piece of advice that you would give to your younger self?
1: Hmm. They do this challenge on drag race all the time. <laughs> um you know what I'm talking about. I know you're like the biggest drag race fan. Right. Uh, so but you know what they do on the show? They they pull up a photo of your of like you in kindergarten. <laughs> They're like talk to yourself. So thank god you don't have a photo of me. I'll probably start crying. <laughs> um I would give myself the advice that that I just spoke on this podcast episode, like being proud of yourself, um, is a is is hard work. Um, if only I should have been prouder of myself earlier on, you know, only God knows like where I would have been now. Um, if I would have taken these wins and run with them, if I would have believed myself sooner, if I would have. Uh, you know, been a, more appreciative of, like, my support system and know that they're there for me and, like, acknowledge that, acknowledge my resources and take advantage of them and use them. Like, if only I would have started sooner, like, I always think of that. Um, maybe I'm, like, I'm in, a, I'm in, like, my own race with myself or my own timeline. Uh, but, yeah, that, I mean, I would tell myself to, um, to, to, to like, look around and, and really pay attention to those things.
0: What's up? Um, What if I, well, what's a reminder that you would like to give to
1: your future self? A reminder to my future self? I think that my future self will always remember, and if I had to remind them (laughs) um, where you come from. You know, cause that that always humbles me, and that always grounds me, um, and that always also makes me proud. You know, I'm not only am I proud from where I came from, but I'm also proud of of how far I am from where I came from. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, a lot of times people are like, um, "I'm trying to get out the hood," and I'm like, "Okay, cool." And then there's and then there's the other side of the coin where they're like. Oh, why would you leave the hood? Like that's where you're from, you know. So it's it's balancing that, you know, and just being proud of where you're from and and, and not forgetting those roots.
0: Port Arthur, Texas Beach. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And um, I have another segment that I would like for you to participate in, and it is called the Five Questions of Freedom, sponsored by Feel Free to Feel Free. And I'm going to ask you five questions, and you are going to answer these questions as fast as you can.
1: Ooh, should I be scared? Maybe. (laughs) It's this or that?
0: Yeah. Okay. For the most part. Okay, okay. So the first one is marketing or podcasting? Marketing. Okay. Um, If you could have a conversation with anybody, dead or alive, who would it be?
1: that's so hard (laughs) so many names ran through my mind
0: so you could you could give as many as you want
1: (sighs) oh okay let me see who would be at the table (laughs) let's start with jesus (laughs) (laughs) followed followed by like selena quintanilla and tupac shakur okay and that'll be my panel
0: (laughs) wow okay be a really interesting conversation (laughs) um texas or california
1: in terms of what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your decision. Uh, Texas. Um, if my name is Jose, and if I wasn't doing marketing or podcasting, I would be blank.
1: An anesthesiologist.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. And the last one is why should people check out the homo homie podcast
1: because it's dope because it's funny
0: i'm with you <laughs> i'm with you that, that's more than enough that's more than enough for me
1: and also because it's a it's a it's a good resource yeah. uh, for our community uh, and even though it's an lgbt podcast we actually one of our focuses is our allies our straight yeah. allies Um, And so for parents out there and for for people that are that are that are straight, that want to learn more about the community, they can tune in uh, because we we make it a point to cover a different topic in every episode. And you never know, like you may be a parent uh, that has a child that comes out and now you have to become you have to become, you know, there you have to learn to live, you know, with with someone like that. And so you have to educate yourself. And our podcast is, is, is a resource tool for that.
0: Yeah, and, and I also think that, like, even uh, even aside from, like, yeah, it's called The Homo Homie Podcast, but you are a person with knowledge, and you could give knowledge to anybody, you know what I mean? Because that's, honestly, with this podcast, when I first started, when you were talking about your niche audience, I really thought my niche audience was going to be gay, black, and it's, like, completely opposite of that. Really? What like, is it? It's, it's majority straight people, straight black men, women, um, women of all races. But, like, it's just interesting. And, and I'm, I'm picking up more of a gay audience now because I'm putting myself in gay spaces. So <laughs> I created a profile on every dating app so you can find me on a dating app. But it has my podcast in there. And people have been listening to it and telling me how much they enjoy it. So it's been helpful. Thank you all for drawing my face into you listening to me podcast so
1: that's what's up
0: yeah but yeah i think people can definitely benefit from listening to your show um man i appreciate you so much for doing this yeah no problem can you let the people know where they can find you and the show
1: they can find me at this park (laughs) what is this place called (laughs) um no, but you can find me all over social media um, at the Jose Resendes. my Instagram. I'm sure it's going to be in the description. Um, and you can also follow at the Homo Homie podcast. And we also have a website, com, where you can see all the places that we're streaming at and all our social medias are connected there as well.
0: That's was up. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Jose. Yeah,
1: no problem. This is fun.
0: Yeah, it it really was. You
1: put me on the spot a couple of
0: times. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It's always dope to be on the other end of of the podcast. I I like to be on the other end sometimes. Uh, You
1: know what? My favorite conversations are the uncomfortable ones. Yeah. That's what's up. The ones that make me think. That's what's up. So thank you for that. Of course. Thank you for making my day.
0: I appreciate that. Thank y'all for listening. This is Mike Brown, and this is The Art of Letting Go. Peace. Peace. Thank y'all for tuning into this week's episode. Um, we got some new things coming up, some merch. Uh, also, I would love to hear what y'all thought about this week's episode. Please leave me a voicemail. Send me an email. Get in touch with me. Instagram, I'm here. Also, if you would like to support the show, I'm on Patreon. Uh, you can now subscribe on anchor Uh, you can also really just share this podcast with anybody you know that would benefit from it leave a comment wherever you listen to it and just really let people know what you think help me spread the word um i'm trying to blow up (laughs) yeah thank y'all for being here man it's been the art of letting go and i will see y'all next week peace